credit scores, down payments, interest rates. Car buying can be a numbers game, but you don't have to be a math expert to get the keys to your dream car. Just use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. Crunch your numbers and get personalized results so you know exactly how much you'll pay each month for your car. It's like having a magic wand for your wallet. Presto! The car you've been wanting is now within reach. So hit the road and leave your calculator at home. Auto Trader. Hey, and welcome to the Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and this is Short Stuff. So here we go. Yeah, Short Stuff, a uh, terrible, awful, sad story with a bit of a silver lining on it. Have you have you heard of uh, Beulah Mae Donald? I had not. I had neither, actually. I found this um, article on How Stuff Works by John Donovan, uh, and it was very eye-opening. Um, Beulah Mae Donald was a woman who lived in Alabama uh, who is well-known for having taken on the Klan and won. She basically right. sued the Klan and ended up disassembling at least a significant portion of the Klan operating in the South at the time. Right. And this was not in the 1950s or 60s. Uh, this was in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And it's a very shocking story. So, you know, trigger warnings abound. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but she got the news uh, when her son Michael did not come home. Uh, he was, I believe, the youngest of seven kids. Mm-hmm. And the next morning got a call that said, hey, they found your son's wallet. And she thought that might be good news, uh, that may he may be out there somewhere. But they said, no, um, he was killed and he was murdered. At the age of 19, uh, beaten with a tree limb, uh, his throat cut, and had a noose tied around his neck. And uh, after he died, his body was pulled up into a tree mm-hmm. and hanged there uh, just a few blocks from his house. Yeah. Um, the first lynching in the United States, I believe, for about 20 years. Yeah, I mean, that qualifies as a lynching. And this is 1981, right? So America's moved on from lynchings. And this just shocked the conscience of the of the entire country. Like it made national news. It was a really big deal. Um, and uh, uh, Beulah May followed in the footsteps of Mamie Till and had the casket kept open for the world to see. Yeah. Really drive home like this. This just happened. Like this really happened. It's 1981, and um, very quickly the police zeroed in on the Ku Klux Klan, and the the Klan at the time was. Um, Nothing like they were, you know, 20 years before, but they right. were still active. And in uh, Alabama, there was a particularly violent chapter of the Klan, the United Clans of America. And it just so happened that across the street from where Michael Donald's body was hanging, uh, members of the United Clans of America were watching the police take the body down. And then later on that night, a, a cross was burned into the courthouse lawn in Mobile County. This is all. This all happened in Mobile, Alabama. So they knew it was the Klan, and yet the police were not exactly um, super efficient in bringing the Klan to justice in Alabama at this time. Yeah, I think that's probably the kindest way you can say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took two years uh, to get any kind of criminal justice. Um, I believe that if it had not been for Beulah May, Donald causing such a ruckus, it probably would have been swept under the rug and gone away without any kind of convictions. Absolutely. Uh, But she um, kept stirring the pot and kept advocating for more police work. Um, The police at one point had um, suggested that her son's uh, death was the result of a drug deal gone bad. Yeah, because that's what happens Uh, at the end of drug deals. 
that yeah, go exactly. Bad, right. So uh, that, of course, further incensed her, and that incensed you know more people in the country to get on board. And once you've got Jesse Jackson and the Bullhorn uh, squad going, then you better take some action because it's just not going to go away like you want it to. No, and it was the police smearing her son's name that that was, she said, what drove her this whole time. Absolutely. Even even beyond the murder, it was it was that they they characterized her son as a, a drug dealer, drug user. Even she she invited the police to come search his room. They searched his room. They found nothing, and it, that just set her off on this path. Uh, she also had a friend in a, a newly uh, appointed or elected, I can't remember, district attorney, uh, who got the FBI involved. And once the FBI finally got involved, and the local police were kind of pushed to the the background. Uh, two men were arrested, um, a, a guy named Henry Hayes and another guy named James Tiger Knowles, 26 and 17, respectively. And they were uh, convicted. They were tried and convicted of killing Michael Donald. Um, and, and the whole thing, it turned out, was was created or spurred on by the Klan's anger at a local jury um, to have failed to convict a black man for the murder of a white policeman. So they decided to even things by finding a random, hapless 19-year-old man who happened to be walking down the street um, at the wrong time. It was it yeah. strictly a case of the wrong place at the wrong time, and that's what led to the murder of Michael Donald. Uh, that's right. He, uh, I believe Hayes was sentenced to death. Uh, Knowles was sentenced to life in prison. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take a break because that is not the end of this story. Um, It gets better from here. Who hasn't heard names like Achilles or Odysseus, Cassandra, Medusa? But how much do you know about them from the ancient world? Let's Talk About Myths, Baby is the podcast bringing the ancient sources to life. Greek myth and history is timeless, and unless you've been living under a rock, you have seen just how true that is today. But there is so much more to these characters and stories than what pop culture can do justice. I'm Liv Albert, the host of Let's Talk About Myths, Baby, and every week I bring you stories from the ancient world, both mythological and historical, to breathe new life into these thousands of years old stories. I'm also regularly joined by some of the most brilliant names in the field of archaeology and ancient history, authors of your favorite retellings from today, and everyone in between. Join me as I dive into the wild world of the ancient Greeks and their stories. Listen to Let's Talk About Myths, Baby, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep. 
and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we promised a silver lining. And, uh, you know, of course, when something like this happens, it's a tragedy that can't be undone. But uh, Beulah May was not finished with the Klan Mm -hmm. and decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sue them. I'm going to take them to civil trial. I don't think this had ever been done. Uh, This was in 1985. Um, Other plaintiffs jumped on board, and they sought uh, compensation for um, what they said was basically a a right to live free and free from being intimidated and harassed and physically harmed and killed because the the Klan is still in operation, because we're black citizens of the United States. And I'm sure at first they probably thought, like, this lawsuit's going nowhere. But that was not the case. No, and the lawsuit was helped out by a number of people, including the Southern Poverty Law Center's founder, Morris Dees. And um, in that that civil suit, like you were saying, they basically alleged that the Klan, as an organization, was trying to to deprive black citizens throughout Alabama from some of their basic constitutional rights by intimidating them, by murdering black people to to use as an intimidation tactic. Um, And in doing that, by depriving them of their rights, they they had like actually a really strong lawsuit. The the thing Mm -hmm. that made it um, unusual. Well, one, they were suing the Klan, but two, they were coming at the Klan as an organization. So right. in the same way that like if you work at McDonald's and you don't like the looks of one of your customers and you throw mm-hmm. hot fry grease in their face, right? it's not <laughs> just on you. McDonald's is culpable too. They hired yeah. you. You're a representative of their corporation. Like they're on the hook too. That's how they were trying to sue the Klan. These weren't just Klan members. They were definitely Klan members that did this, but the Klan as a whole was being sued because the the organization encouraged this kind of behavior, if not that particular act specifically. Yeah, and so uh, Hayes and, and Knowles were obviously convicted uh, for the crime, named in the suit, but uh, more people were dragged into this. Um, Hayes' father, uh, Benny Jack Hayes, uh, he was an official, a pretty high-ranking one in the Klan, mm-hmm. uh, a man by the name of Frank Cox, and uh, another Klan member who... Uh, supposedly supplies uh, supplied the rope used for the hanging. That was Frank Cox, yeah. Okay. Oh, that was Cox? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so in 1987, in February of that year, a jury, an all-white jury, mind you, uh, in the U.S. District Court, uh, the Southern District of Alabama, um, awarded Beulah May Donald and the other plaintiffs seven million bucks, mm-hmm. uh, which is about 15 to $17 million today. Mm-hmm. And that was a real settlement. Like, she basically... Uh, was handed the keys to their headquarters, Mm -hmm. and she sold it for money. Yeah, the Klan did not have $16 in today's dollars to hand out anybody. Again, they were on the wane. So this bankrupted the Klan. Um, Beulah May Donald's lawsuit bankrupted the the United Klans. Um, Again, this really violent group. And this this was— this group in particular was—they were responsible for the 16th Street Baptist Church bombing. 
They mm-hmm. murdered Viola Luzo, the um, civil rights activist at Selma. They beat freedom riders in Birmingham. This group really excelled at being uh, pieces of human garbage. And right. she disassembled their group. She, she bankrupted them. But even better, Chuck, even better than that, because of evidence that was presented at the civil trial, Jack Hayes and Frank Cox were also indicted as well, along with Knowles and the younger Henry Hayes, who had already been convicted. That's right. Uh, and it, dot, it did not end well for any of them. Uh, Henry Hayes, who actually committed the murder, um, died by way of electric chair in 1997, mm-hmm. uh, even though Beulah May, who was a, a devout, I uh, believe, Baptist, was against the death penalty yeah. and was not in favor of the, the man who killed her son uh, dying in the electric chair. Uh, he was 42 years old. I think it was the very first execution of a white person for crimes against a black person in more than 80 years in the state of Alabama. Yep. Uh, Benny Jack Hayes, the father, um, he was indicted too, but he died before his trial was completed. He was never sentenced. But Frank Cox, the guy who supplied the rope, he was found guilty and sentenced to 99 years in prison. So all these guys who basically decided to do this, like, got, like, real justice in Alabama— Again, like it's 1981, but it's still 1981 in Alabama. And the, the, an all-white jury, jury fav, uh, found in favor of Beulah uh, May and her, um, her lawsuit and then went after these other guys too. It was about as beautiful an outcome as you could hope for from some despicable act like this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Knowles, if you're wondering, the other uh, young man, I believe, he, like you said, he was 17 at the time of the murder, um, was— very seemingly remorseful at the civil trial, um, uh, apologized in tears to Beulah May, uh, testified against the other guys, and but he still went to prison for quite a long time. He was just released in 2010. Yeah, I'm, I think around 25 years in prison is what he did. Yeah. Um, and Beulah May uh, throughout, like even at their their uh, criminal trials, she she said that they she forgave both of them. She forgave them all. It was, again, the thing that drove her was clearing her son's name. That This yeah. was not a drug deal. This was the clan that did this, and her son had it was totally innocent. Yeah. Um, and as a matter of fact, Herndon Avenue, where Michael's body was found hanging from a tree, has, was renamed in his honor. Nice. Yeah. And if you want to know more about it, CNN did a four-part series called The People Versus the Clan, The Untold Story of Beulah Mae Donald, which seems wor- worth checking out. Yeah, and Beulah May herself passed away at 67, uh, sadly, only about a year and a half after the verdict. Yeah. Uh, but she was alive during the verdict, and I think that was a big deal. Yep, for sure. Uh, so I think that's it. That's the story of Beulah May Donald taking on the Klan, and everybody's short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.